I'm going to feel real weird doing this, so I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> Go intro yourself. Hey, this is Roger JP. How you guys doing? <laughs> Hey, Mo, how you doing? Why'd they wake me up, Roger? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not here to do the show, really. I just stopped in to say hello to you guys and, uh, and Brennan and all those guys, Mike Olivero, because uh, we just flew in this morning. We just got here. And, you uh, being yourself and your wife, of course. Yeah, my wife Susan is here. Who and, uh, I, I got to meet and who I had no idea, and I'm going to get a little bit Weinstein-y here, uh -oh. was as hot as she is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all kicked your coverage, Rod. You know this. <laughs> I definitely I kicked my coverage. No good. Yes, JR did. has always told me that, and now you're telling me that. <laughs> JR, no. Uh, Monica is in here as well. Hey, girl. I'm sitting next to Roger. Yes, you What's are. What's this about? Yeah, so uh, we just flew. We're here for the week you know we're going to be uh, susan's parents are in uh, venice that's where her uh, grandfather originally settled in florida back in like the what early 60s something like that 70s, 70s? okay 70s right so uh, her parents came down when they uh retired and so we're coming to visit them and her aunts in, in uh, englewood and uh you know so we'll be all over the place gonna go see ed weigel the voice of wrestling we hit it off at uh, the not so live gig three so we're gonna oh, be drinking with ed weigel okay that'll be fun yeah that'll be real nice okay and so i got a few things planned for the week the know? reason that the people and i'm sure you talked about this on your show but in case yeah. someone did not hear the reason you and jp are not going to be on the air this week is mm -hmm. because jp we're on vacation this week. This is the big school week, so uh, Brett's son is on vacation this week. Jake's right. kids are on vacation, uh, so he took his family on a cruise, and uh, we were coming down here uh, to come visit family and hang out in the sunshine in the 80-something degrees. It's let beautiful. Me, let me ask you this, because, and, I'm, and this is certainly not uh, a criticism, because I love sitting in for you guys, and I appreciate the fact that uh, you have the faith in me to allow, because you're handing over the keys to your vehicle. Uh, of course. Uh, but... How do I get on the white vacation plan? Because y'all always on vacation. Always. <laughs> y'all, Monica, am I lying? Uh, you take a lot of vacation. Is it a white vacation plan? Are you sure? I just want, what vacation package do you yeah. and JP have? Well, Are uh, you on a five-week plan? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but you've been in the game We have 33 a long days. Time. That's exactly. what it is. Yeah. yeah. 33 days. You put in the time. Day. You yeah. deserve yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, no, listen. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you at, at all. I've been at the station in New York since 1984 when I was a kid. I was, I was 21 and uh, going into my senior year in college, and that's when they hired me part-time. So I've been there except for four months when I got hired away. That was it. What was your first? When they hired you part time to do what? Were you intern? No, if you were hired, they uh, weren't. First, I was. First, I was. Uh, I came in uh, on a, what you call it? Um. I can't well, think at college. Is it an internship? Internship? That must have been an Ivy League college. All right. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm on two hours sleep. I couldn't even think of the word internship after you said intern. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Uh, so you went in on So I went in. Yeah, I did commercials for a month, and the guy was like, hey, uh, you do you know, do, you do a radio show? And I did at my college. We were doing uh, heavy metal in like 1982, 83, when Def Leppard broke and Quiet Riot broke. Right. And uh, so I gave him my tape of me introducing Dokken and bands like that. And uh, he's like, all right, we'll hire you. And I went into his office. I'm like, God, I'm on the biggest rock station in number, at the time, 12 market in the country. Right. And uh, it's like a dream come true. And he says, all right, we uh, we pay four fifty. And I was like, Wait, holy $4 crap. Wait, $4.50? Back then, that was like crap. 80 bucks an hour back then. I'm going to make 450 yeah. bucks a week. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm working in a department store. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing uh, work study at school. I'm going to school. I'm like, 
Wow, what year was this? I thought it was going to be 1984. I thought it was going to be 450 a week. It was 450 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my night. So he says, so I said, that's amazing. I love it. And he goes, you know I mean 450 an hour, right? I go, my face just dropped. I couldn't hide it. I couldn't hide it. And and this guy, Bob Buckman, who's great, he's on uh, KGB in San Diego in the mornings now. Uh, He's just a a great radio guy and a great guy. But he, uh, he says, you still want the job? I was like... Of course I want the job. (laughs) So I haven't had a job yet, and I'm already sitting there my first minute in his office, and I'm disappointed. Like, my heart (laughs) just fell down to my shoes. Yeah, but that set the tone for radio, didn't it? (laughs) Well, I had this image in my head of I'm going to this amazing station. It must be this kind of money. You know, I just, I didn't know what to expect. Right. So I found out what to expect. Look at that. Look at, and and so. So full-time, they hired me for $12,250. So you've been in the game 30, uh, Uh, 34 years. 34 years. 34 years. Never looked back. No, sir. Never had a job outside of it after you started Never. radio. Never. That's, I've it, had other jobs. I mean, I've had additional jobs. Additional jobs, right. In radio, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Hartford, Connecticut for four months, and other than that, I've been at BAB on Long Island uh, the whole time. And uh, it's, my job just kept changing, so why wouldn't I uh, do that? You did know? your voice, because obviously you got this voice, did your voice take you to the job or was it something that you had wanted to do Uh, i always liked music i always i sat around in high school three hours a day playing my electric guitar right and uh you know playing black and black straight through and zz top to albums. i'm like oh man i love music and i listen to radio 24 7 and then they had an amateur hour on uh whcn in hartford with my parents were in connecticut at the time and so i went on this amateur hour and i was like wow with my braces and my mouth full of metal (laughs) here's molly hashley you like Molly Hatchet? <laughs> <laughs> it was just horrible. <laughs> and I said some sort of radio cliches that I heard, you know. Right, right. And, uh, and, uh, so, but after I did that, I was like, wow, that was cool. Then I went to uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting in the first high school class they ever had uh, for 16 weeks. My mom was like, let's spend 100 bucks a week for you to go do this before you spend 12000 a year to go to college. Right, right. So uh, I did that as a high school kid, and I, I learned the basics, you know how to make records go into each other and do segues and uh, right, you know, right. real, real basic I, stuff. This is when we were, and, and listen, I've, and I was I'm a younger than you. Uh, I don't know by that much, but uh, I started out in rock radio, and I and I was an intern, and that, yeah. this was back when he, we had to slice the tape. These yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. JR has no, no idea. idea. No idea. <laughs> no, when you're physically taking a, ra- there's just razor blades everywhere in the studio. Yeah, so yeah. You wouldn't, these days, nobody would leave razor blades around. No, unless they're doing coke. <laughs> <Razor> <laughs> yeah. We had guys who would walk around Around, like the real editing guys, they'd have a yeah. wristlet in their wallet in yeah. case they had to edit something on the fly they didn't expect. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. it, it, crazy. it was weird. You like actually cut the tape, put tape over it. <laughs> my, <laughs> stupid. my, digital is so much better. All of my on air experience, all of my on air uh, <clears throat> breaks and everything was on a reel to reel that. Yeah. A decade later, I finally got. What am I ever going to do with this? And right. I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't save it. And it, if I'd had the foresight, I'd have saved it and yeah. said, okay, I can dub it on to something later. Right, because all that tape goes bad. But, but it's right. lost. It's, yeah. it's. Do you have anything back from your old days? Oh, I want to hear it so bad. No, honestly, I don't have much at all. In fact, I'd have to find the probably cassette air checks up in the attic. They're probably, they're probably <laughs> yeah, ruined. Uh, I've got interviews and interviews with great people, too, and I uh, they just sit there, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. whatever. What are you going to do? It's just uh, air, you know? Did, did you always have the same voice back back then when you first started, or did you kind of work Pretty much. Up? Oh, okay. Pretty much. Yeah, you always sounded sexy your whole life. At <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 16, it turned, and that's when, actually, from being in music and, and trying everything, a lady in a store said to my mom, mom as we're checking out, I said something, and she goes, you know, you have a nice voice. You should be on the radio. That's when I was 16. Yeah. I walked out, my mom to her credit heard it i didn't think anything of it i'm just a dumb quiet 16 year old what's going on right and she's like you know maybe you should think about radio you love music I'm like 
thing like goes on. So that lady, whoever she was, yeah. was my mom. Yeah. Where's that lady? Changed your life. That's when I went to high school broadcasting and the rest is history. So it's now, was your hot wife, time. Susan, uh, was she? Hey, a- hey, listen. <laughs> hey, Mo, I saw her first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was she a listener? Did you meet her via the uh, radio? When I was at BAB, uh, I was doing... She was. Oh, wow. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So have, I was doing Afternoon Drive. This is, um, I was doing Afternoon Drive from uh, 1990 to 2000, basically. Okay. And uh, so she heard me in the very beginning when I first started. She was listening, used to hear me. Uh, <laughs> he sounded so much older. I said, no, he's way too old for me. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Now, were you, so you were a fan of radio or were you a casual listener? Like, had you called into other shows ever before? Oh, a fan. I used to. I used to tell my coworker to um, tell her friend Roger to play more Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, and did yeah. you play more Billy so Joel? So her coworker happened to be uh, the wife of my former RA at school. Okay. So I used to go out. We used to go out and we used to like race sailboats on the bay on, on Tuesday nights. And he taught me how to do this and do some pretty cool stuff and bring boats down the coast and stuff and get caught in storms. It was horrible. But anyway, I got a real friendship with that guy and his wife. And I'd be hanging at their house. And for six months, he's like, I got this girl at work. You guys uh-huh. would be perfect. I'm like, no. No, oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was in my, I was in my single he's zone. He's got to be at least 30. He's <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. So, uh, so well, one day, by coincidence, she happened to walk in with her. I was there having beers with my buddy, and right. she happened to walk in. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, that night, we just hung out, and I was like, two days later, took her to Billy Joel for New Year's Eve. Oh. Wait, I wait, wait, have tickets. That, I was, wait, that's a good you, 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 you got to go to Billy Joe two days into meeting her. Two days into meeting her, yeah. That was your first date, kind yeah. of? Mm-hmm. It almost didn't it was. happen, though, because... Go right on that mic. Yeah, get back real right up on okay, it, please. So it almost didn't happen because we met on, I guess, around the 29th. Yeah. And then yeah. he was calling my house, and he kept hanging up on my answering machine because my dad had recorded the... Uh, so this old, old dude answered so, like, oh, I got the wrong message. So there's a bad boy, so he's like, you so little pussy. I, I just kept hanging up like, oh, this is not right. What's going on? I thought I had a stalker, and he was trying to call, and she finally said, uh, my friend called and said, Roger's trying to call you. Right. So he asked me to the concert, but there was a catch. We had to drive from Long Island into Queens to pick up his two sisters, bring them to the <laughs> concert. Like the pigeon sisters from the odd couple. We had to pick them up. <laughs> he had gotten the tickets. Bring them back to Queens after we hung out at yeah, a bar yeah, yeah. nearby. Yep. So it was like a seven-hour first date. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it was with wow. a lot of people, so it wasn't like the most romantic thing. But it was New Year's Billy Eve. Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah. Stormfront I mean, tour. Right. Oh, so yeah. it was oh, like a big night, and, it, and you know he's playing two nights, and so we were there New Year's Eve, and that was our first date. That's we, awesome. we were in a VIP box, and he mentioned Bob Buckman earlier, and Bob was in a tuxedo, and his wife was at the fur? time yeah. was in a full-length fur yeah. coat, yeah. and I was like, wow, this is. So you thought he was somebody. Oh, because he had the, the park sweet, first night. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. And then after that, everything was a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd imagine Billy Joel is your thing then now. I mean, that's something that uh, is an automatic, you know, romance. Yeah, oh, Billy it's Joel. It's not our I mean, thing. I mean, she loves New Billy Joel. York I like Billy Joel. Time period. Yeah. But wasn't that your wedding song? Or one, or no, it was uh, going to be your wedding I haven't told song. you lately, Van Morrison was our wedding oh, song. Oh, okay, okay. Rod Stewart made it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, so, and never Never look back. Never look back. No, never look we back. didn't look back. Three weeks in, I knew. Three, Isn't that weird? Three weeks in. Yeah, I told JP that it makes his head spin. <laughs> I just knew. Yeah, I, I kind of knew before that, sometimes. but I was like, just play it cool for at least a couple days. <laughs> I just knew. I was like, holy crap, this is the girl. So then when, how long was it till you proposed, if you knew in three weeks? Uh, 
Later than that. Almost a year. Almost About a year. Yeah, it was like right near, it was like December 23rd of the following year, so almost a year. So it was three weeks for him. How long was it for you, Nolan? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit longer? No, I knew pretty quick. Yeah, it's long. weird when you just know. Actually, yeah. You just know, and now it's been, you know, 27 years. So. When I met his family, I met his family around Easter, and his dad was just the cutest man. I was like, <laughs> and father of six, guy. great husband, great dad, mm-hmm. and I went... Hmm, apple tray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If this dad is a great dad... At the I time, she didn't know that he was out of work for three years. <laughs> 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 and then we were like, four. Yeah, yeah. All right, Susan, what give me his most annoying trait? What uh-huh. if you could trade uh-huh. it? Change uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Notice it's easy. She tells me my annoying traits all the time. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, how much time do you I have? have right? oh, <laughs> we have a three-hour show, so you have enough time. You guys are on vacation. At the very beginning of your vacation, you cannot start fighting. Give That's me it. the one. The, if you can change, it doesn't He's, have to be anything that would break up the relationship, but one habit that he has. He knows, yeah. he knows this is true. For someone in radio, he's not always a great communicator. He Isn't forgets to tell me things. Mm. So that's kind of radio, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of guys. Yeah. <laughs> totally forget to, yeah. you know, mention, yeah. oh, by the way, we're going here or yeah. we're doing this. But but is that, it, it, that's just a, yeah, that's just that's a. That's just a personal thing. A, a, that's just, I think a lot of guys are like that. And I'm definitely like that. I just, right. I, yeah. I just you, forget I didn't tell her this or that, whatever. When you said he was <laughs> a bad <laughs> communicator, I thought because I get this from my wife, like you, you, you do your, you talk and especially on a talk station you know you'll talk for three four sometimes five hours and when i get home i need 30 minutes <laughs> of no talking yeah. i mean am I, wrong? am I wrong that's yeah. so true that's so true Maybe it's a two-hour nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know what and i'm saying i have a 12 minute drive home so i'm not totally wound down by the yeah. time i get home i am sense. just not even ready to talk yet right know? right yeah. and sometimes women yeah. don't understand that if i'm it, home I clear out, and he and the dog take their afternoon siesta, yeah. and I just oh, go awesome. and and do what I have to do, yep. and just the house is yours. Nice and then I'm normal after that. I'm like, all right, now I can, now I can think because I can't even form sentences. At, at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, you know, after all day. It's mentally a messed up day. So. Would you describe Roger as a romantic? I think so. Uh, well, I, think so. I, f- I feel like he's, he's more smooth. You know, he's like I feel like he's more of a smooth operator than romantic. Little, that is the biggest things. compliment coming from you. <laughs> I am so happy right now. I am so happy. <laughs> if you think I'm even a little bit smooth, I'm so happy. <laughs> you got the Jr. Smooth approval right there. there you go. Uh, Susan, you were saying that he's good at the little things. The give little me, things. give me an example. When, when you See, I didn't even hear her say that. that I wasn't listening. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> you have someone that knows your Starbucks order. Right. And just walks in. Here uh, you go, honey. I just got uh, this. That's and, and that's smooth right there. That's smooth. That's yeah. smooth. Yeah. 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 Valentine's Day, I get flowers two weeks early. They're cheaper then. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you roll around? You're supposed to say, like, I give you two weeks worth of flowers in one day. Not because they're cheaper. Uh, do you do you go out? Or, did you go out on Valentine's? Did, did you do something or do you push it no, back? No, we stayed home. We made dinner. We had a really nice dinner. Oh, and, that he uh, made heart-shaped ravioli. Made her, yeah. He did. Yeah. Actually, he knocked, he knocked Valentine's Day out of the park. Yeah, okay. flowers, I got chocolate. I yeah, got... Yeah. Um, he planned a dinner with heart-shaped ravioli and lobster tails. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I walk, I walk into the store that afternoon. Lobster tails are on sale. I was like, we're having lobster tails. <laughs> <laughs> I just upgraded this meal finally. <laughs> well, now let me ask you this, Susan. If you know that he's this type of guy, if you know that this is his M.O., um, is the appreciation still there? Does it? Does it? Or is there a threat 
that you might take that for granted going, okay, Valentine's Day, I know Raj is going to cook this fantastic <laughs> meal. And, and, and in, other, in other words, do you let them knock it out of the park with you afterwards? I'm saying, is the back door open uh, for business? We will want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what but you know what I'm saying. Did, did, yeah, we all know what you're saying, though. I'm just saying, happy wife, happy life. Uh, okay, there, there, you know, there you go. You, you, you can't you can't beat that. Now you guys are you guys are going to be down here for about until Friday. Until Friday, Friday night, yeah. Right. So we got a nice long five days. He, Monica, he Roger told me the saddest story. Uh oh, what? About what? About oh, uh, uh, Marco Island. Oh, this this do you have to? He had a plot. Go ahead. You had uh -huh. a long time ago. Like long in time. 1989. I had a plot of land on Marco. That was. 50, Wait a minute. 50, you just you were just starting in 1984, making four dollars and forty. That's what I. That's what I said. How are you getting a plot of land? Well, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was renting and uh, I had uh, left my first job. It, it was the twelve thousand dollar a year overnight oh, job. Yes, you know? And I went to Hartford for four months for nineteen thousand dollars a year. And then four months later, they wanted to hire me back, so I came back for twenty six thousand dollars. Nice. So I went for twelve to twenty six in uh, five months. Yeah. Right? So that's like the best thing in the world. And I came yeah, back to is. my same apartment, split it with basement, split it with a buddy of mine. We're both sleeping on a twin bed, paying two hundred fifty bucks a month. I mean, so I had I didn't have a lot of money. But you're but at your home station too, I like knew, you were more comfortable right. there. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to. I, when I saw, I came down to visit an old girlfriend who moved to Fort Myers when Fort Myers was just starting to build. In mm -hmm. 89, like really exploding. There were condos going up everywhere. And uh, so she's like, you got to see this place. She drives me down to Marco Island. We come over the bridge. I go, what is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like only yeah. one third of the house lots were built at the time. Oh, no. And I said, how big is this island? I, and then I saw $55,000. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can afford 500 a month. And I'll worry about the balloon payment after five years when yeah. I get there. Mm -hmm. I'll worry about it then get because this it. is gold. Yeah. Plot of land on Marco Island wow. for 55 lots. Oh, my God. So that's the end of <laughs> – so that's the middle to the end of 89. I had just – I met Susan right yes, after we, that. We overlapped, the other girlfriend and I. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Oh, hey, oh, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, no. Oh, 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 Marco oh, Island. Oh, man. She moved to Florida and, you know, she moved we happened. Sorry, girl. But the break <laughs> Oh, man. She's like, that's Tokyo man. <laughs> Hold on now. So the breakup Excuse wasn't me. official before Billy Joe was singing Piano it Man in the year. Oh. They weren't exclusive. Yeah, okay. Uh, and she moved down here. And we, we, we were done. You know, okay. Nobody did. All right. So I was you, coming down there one time to visit her because we thought maybe, and I'm like, mm, this is ending as soon as I get down there, especially after I met her. I'm like, right. I said, I got to do this. Aww. I said, I already had the plane ticket. It sucks for her. I oh, said, so I got to do this. I got to do the right thing. I'm not going to break up with her over the phone. We've yeah. been for a few months. Well, she's a sweet person. Let me ask you this then, Susan. Were you worried that there was a possibility that he would get down there and she'd put him on it, freak him out, and mm -hmm. then he would stay <laughs> He would stay down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I had one of those happen. I only so. knew you. I don't even know how long when I went down there. Maybe a month or two, if oh, that. I don't, I don't even know if it was that. Yeah, I mean, if you're not that really... serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we were. Now, luckily, this was pre-cell phone, I'm assuming. Yeah. So you didn't blow. You weren't able to blow him nope, up like, nope, well, nope. how you doing? What's going on? Where's she at? But the, hey, the, girl. But the worst thing is I say goodbye. I say, you know, I say goodbye on Friday. I'll see you on New York girl. Monday. You, know? <laughs> you believe she just said, hey, girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just baffle me. I'm just. <laughs> JR, you're affecting all parts of my life. <laughs>
<laughs> this is the New York girl. So, so the worst thing was what? Now you were saying? Oh, uh, the worst thing is that she didn't. She, I, she would not hear from me for four days when yeah. I came down here. As opposed to being able to text and right. say everything's yeah. cool. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going work. on. She had no he idea. Might come, he might come back. Right. Were you like, freaking out? Like, is this even? You had to be. Right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Oh. So was there a big hug and everything when he got, you were surprised when he can return? Like Man, look at you. Yeah, yeah. This is the New York girl. <laughs> I think when I came back, I remember him being like, all right, so what's going on? Yeah. Like, I felt like. Let's figure out what happened. And then, and then when I told her and I explained everything, I'm like, it's done. That's it. And then Aww. she realized and she's like, Aww. and then it melted away. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he buys this so plot it, of right, land. And I don't know I'm going to meet her nine, eight, ten months, ten, a year later, whatever it is. And then we uh, get engaged and we get married, and uh, a year after that, so it's maybe two and a half years into having the property, we realize we want to have a house, and the guy says, you don't make enough money to get this house without selling that property. Because you have too much debt. Well, yeah. right. exactly. My, income my debt to income ratio was off. Right. <sighs> so I was like, oh, I don't want to do this, because I saw Marco and oh, I knew no. what I had. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kill. That's the biggest, like biggest regret probably in my life. Oh, so he man. sells and it. I don't, I don't have many regrets. He sells like it. Maybe two. I can't even think of the other one. For what That's he, my biggest regret. He sells it for what he paid for it, but he loses about seven fifty in bank fees. So yeah. he's actually, he actually lose money. Yep. For he had it for Some guy from Germany. Like everybody's yeah. buying up. Canadians, Germans, Americans. Everybody's buying up Marco Island at the time. Tell him how much that land is worth right now. Well over three quarters of a million dollars. Oh. Isn't that Project, ridiculous? So that's my, it's a that's, house. That changes my life. It's a yeah, house. That's, that was the land. <laughs> yeah. You know, somewhere you know? there's I'm a German sure maybe guy. Maybe it came went up and down since, but the last time I looked, because I didn't look much, because it's so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. So three quarters of a million looked, dollars. It was we, a corner I lot. Looked, oh, hold on, Susan. Hey. When did you just look? Like last week? <laughs> I looked last uh, week. Okay. <laughs> you can't do that to yourself. I looked last year. The house is like 1.3 on that block. Wow. What? So I can afford that now. I had it. Then. Oh. I know. And so who can afford that? And now you're down looking for a condo. Yeah. So whenever yeah. you guys are arguing, like, don't you? Do you pull up like, oh, no, if you didn't no, sell no, that no. land, we'd be millionaires right well, now? No, because he <laughs> sold it for her. The oh, funny okay. thing is that he misses the land more than the ex-girlfriend. So uh, okay, that's all that matters. Yeah, right. 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 No, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah, that piece of land. All right, listen. Uh, I know you want to go. You, 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 if you want to stay, you can. We gotta drive down by the beaches. We got things to do. We gotta grab lunch on the water. No. We got okay. Well, this yeah. has been a rare pleasure, and I actually went longer than I should because I knew you were going to stay We here do it all the time. I, the audience <laughs> is totally <laughs> used to it. Perfect. Uh, all you have to do is say, oh, we're late. We should break. <laughs> That's uh, part of our show right there. I rarely get to hang out with you guys and see you when you're, when you're in. If you're doing the night gigs, you know you know how mm -hmm. it is, nighttime radio. Right. We're uh, all running on opposite schedules usually. Absolutely. So this was a rare treat, and it was certainly a pleasure meeting you, you, Susan. Thank you, and I think this is my Thanks, first Paul. time on radio since they made the wild do a radio show for April Fool's Day That's about true. 20 years ago. Oh. They had all of us watch. The wives replaced us on the air. Uh, like, oh, really? Did you, <laughs> oh, did you love that? I was terrifying. Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what, do you, what do you do? Do you do you do anything for life? Uh, I'm actually looking for something right now. I'm I'm in between opportunities. Right, okay. So right. I don't Time to vacate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I, I asked because you just your 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 communication skills. I just it's just really. She was uh, a marketing major, Mo. I you know, okay, she, okay. 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 A lot of communication uh, uh, I tend abilities. To take bits. Uh, uh, I, I pick the company that is going um, out of business or real <laughs> Moving estate. Moving out to Seattle. Or, crashes, right. Or 
Yeah. I've been downsized, so. Uh, what she is a combination of Reese Witherspoon go. and the woman from The Sopranos. Uh, after oh, the after the oh, Sopranos, though, when she, when she was on oh, like really? Thirty Rock, because your your hair and your features are a lot softer Who than she the... was dressed up as in Sopranos. Who from The Sopranos? Uh, I mean, uh, we should uh, never gotten that. She gets two people all the time. Uh, and the, people say to her, uh, "Do you what, know you look like?" Who? Reese Witherspoon. No. You definitely. I like that though. Oh, absolutely. I, I see you're you're almost a perfect cross between Reese Witherspoon and what is her name again? Uh, yes, the blonde, the blonde next to Tony Soprano. Uh, give me her name. Eddie. Uh, Edie Falco. Yeah, Edie Falco. Yeah, she looks anything like Edie. Oh, totally. It's a blend, though. Yeah, but but it's, a, it's a blend because yeah, yeah, yeah. she's much softer. Yeah. Uh, now, there's Edie Falco in The Sopranos, but right. Edie Falco in real life, like when she did a guest stint on 30 yeah, Rock, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they didn't give her the jersey oh, hair. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. I think you're right. Nailed yeah. it between the two. A combination. Yeah. They had a baby. It's you. But, but I can. <laughs> she, she exudes. You exude a very strong. A, a very strong aura, and I and Thank I, you. Yeah, you you do Thank you you. I mean, this is she is not to be <laughs> trifled with, no, Roger. She is not. She is not. <laughs> that might be why I'm out of work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get the hell out of here, Roger. We'll be back at the Roger and JP show. Roger and JP on 102.5 The Buzz.